0: Welcome to Kids Ministry Coffee Break, brought to you by The Sunday School Store, where you as a leader in ministry get five minutes to recharge your soul and be encouraged in your mind and in your spirit. So grab your cup, take a breath, and let's take a moment together for you. Good morning, ministry friends. I pray your week is progressing well, your planning is all coming to fruition as you envisioned, and you have fantastic attendance in the coming days for whatever it is you are planning to do in ministry, and thank you for serving. The story from Luke 10, we call it the Good Samaritan, and it's so familiar to us that it can sometimes be unfamiliar, and what I mean is we've heard it so many times that we can kick into cruise control and just assume we know the story and its meaning based on what we've heard probably a hundred times. But when we do that, we can miss the details because we stop listening to all the details. We could miss that the priest and Levite were following purity code and obeying an interpretation of scripture by moving to the other side of the road. They were maintaining their purity as they made their way to Jerusalem probably to fulfill their roles, which would have been tainted if they had touched a dead person. We could miss that Jesus never answers the question of the scribe. The question was, who is my neighbor? And Jesus never answers that question at all. He says at the end, who was the neighbor to the beaten man? So the scribe answers, That question, which is a rephrasing, I mean, Jesus turns it around. Who was the neighbor? Being a neighbor, as Jesus defines it, is an action that we assume towards other people. It's not a definition of other people's relationship toward us. The last words, which stuck out to me in our reading, was go and do likewise. And so the answer of the question, who was my neighbor, is... You are to be the neighbor to others, not define which of the others are your neighbor. What makes someone your neighbor has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. Be the neighbor, Jesus says, go and do. This scribe was trying to believe things the correct way, or at least test to see if Jesus believed the correct way. That's how this whole story is set up. And Jesus constantly fights off the kind of thinking where it's all about belief. It's not all about believing the correct way. It's about living the correct way. Go and do our actions. Be is an action. And sometimes we learn what to believe to know then how to go and do correctly. But sometimes we go and do to learn what to believe correctly. The scribe was invited to see the answer to his question by this illustration of compassion and action of a person that on the surface was a hated enemy. Samaritans were hated, but the guy saw the compassion and the right action through that enemy. And at the end of the story, he doesn't say, the, the Samaritan, he says, you know, the one. He, he won't even acknowledge that this hated person's the hero of the story, but he can't deny that the actions were correct and that that Samaritan was actually the neighbor. The actions taught him how to believe correctly. And the scribe accepted the invitation on the surface. He knew who the neighbor was to the beaten man. But will he accept the invitation to put his newfound belief into action in his own life. It's in the story. It's in our gospel. We read it because the question reflects to us. As far as accepting the invitation to put this newfound belief into action, will I, will I put this into action in my own life? Will you love your neighbor as yourself? That's where this whole question of neighbor came from in the story. Be the neighbor to all and know that this is how Jesus instructs us to live. And that word live, Jesus attaches to what we call eternal life. Because the question started out with, how do I get eternal life? And Jesus responds, well, if you want eternal life, then go and do like the neighbor from the story, go and do, and you will live.